It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stall, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, we're at the fabulous Wayfair today on Ferret Street. Wayfair is a bar and a restaurant where they put handcrafted food and spirits into fine dining. Is that something like that? No. They have fine... Fi- put they fine dining into what? a sandwich. Oh. They have handcrafted food and spirits and they put fine dining into a sandwich. I nailed it. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. it. They also put fine booze into a glass. They have a three-hour happy hour here every day from 4 to 7 p.m. where they have super cheap drinks and excellent grub at half price. And you know what? They have an awesome brunch on the weekend. I came here this weekend and actually had it. I was playing at the brunch last Sunday, so you missed out. I missed you by one weekend. Yeah, but nobody came to that one. So no Nobody one. came at all? No. So you're playing to a whole bunch of nobody here at Wayfair? It was, it was slow. No, there was a few people. When I came, it was absolutely packed, it, it, by the way. Man, it's, it's really excellent brunch, too. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It was. Yeah. I, what did you have? I had... Uh, I had some chicken and biscuits with gravy. And nice. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Everyone's looking at us. Why don't shut up? There's nothing worse than people talking about food they had. It's yeah. like no, it's Facebook. Fine. It's fine. Isn't it like this is Andrew Dubois. Who's yeah, here, here I from am. from So Long Storyland. That's right. That's right. And Sophia Preston, also from So Long Storyland. Hello, Sophia. Hello. Hello. Hi. And Julie Tizard's back. Julie, hello. Hi. Hi. And Andrew Duhon, of course, is here two mm. weeks in a row, something new indoor record, I Crazy. believe. Crazy. Yeah. We're having Julie back because... We felt so bad about last time she was here. We had a terrible, terrible experience. Well, she had a terrible experience. <laughs> you can actually see photographic evidence of it on our website if you search her name. Just mm-hmm. go to our website, it's newalmas.com, and search for Julie Tizard, T-I-Z-Z-A-R-D. Can I ask what happened? Yes. Julie, tell them <laughs> the whole story. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, Flow Tribe, one of the witch who was drinking it, the lead singer, was drinking a glass Michael of wine. I think so, yes. And those boys. Telling a story, Crazy. got a little enthusiastic, and... Threw the glass across the table all over me. Oh, wow. And mm. the, not the, the, the sort of back story was that the Julie was the best-dressed guest we've mm. ever had on our show with a beautiful, what was it, sort of yellow-blue, sort of fancy-looking colors. What would you, how would you describe it? Um, not, I don't know. It was, well, yeah. Well-dressed. Not the usual sort of bum-looking well, stuff right. that we're wearing now. But, you know, there's... You don't wear nice things around Flow Tribe. It's just, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't go well. Yeah. Well, so we, we thought we felt so bad about that. And it was such a terrible... And it was right at the beginning of the show, too. So it we was. do the whole show and like look like you'd be shot. The red wine was all over. Oh, and then, man. And then I found Dripping. out, of course... So oh, your dress wow. was pretty much ruined after it, that. It was, but it was not. It was fine. It was fine. Oh. It, it wasn't a fancy a dress. It, wasn't it looked fancy. gorgeous, though, and it was actually ruined. Mm. Yeah, it was, but did it was okay. Did you like give Flow Tribe a, a mouthful after that? I mean, like, did you? I mean, I feel like you have I the. I think I made the right them buy me another drink, but yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ! They should have done more than that because you are, you are after all you're an attorney. Oh yeah. Hmm. And if you want to call, if you want to call Julie anytime, I actually did some research this time just for. Uh Look at this! What I found. Uh oh. First of all, it says on your website toll free. I haven't seen that in about four hundred years. Nice. Who puts toll free anymore? We get a lot of people from out of town, and yeah, I don't know. I've had that website for a long time. So. I think you've had it since there were tolls on the phone. Who's, who's paid a toll on their phone? Call collect. You can still 
toilet. I guess if you're in jail or something where maybe people are calling you from jail. Do you get mm. calls from jail, Julie? I don't usually accept those calls unless they're prepaid, but I do get a lot of calls from jail, yes. You do? I, me too. I don't get them any I don't get them anymore. I used to get them regularly. It's not for business, you guys though, is it? I have no idea who this was calling. Yeah. Do you ever get these? Calls from jail? Yeah. No, just my father. I mean, <laughs> but what, what was he in for? I, I don't think we could mention that here. I don't know. Yeah, totally can. Maybe he's the uh, guy who's calling me. What's his name? What's uh, his, his name is uh, Steve. Steve. What, what did he do? Um, allegedly, dude. Allegedly. Not if you're in jail. Yeah. You did it. I still, no, I still hold out hope that it, you know, I, he'll be vindicated one day. You still trying? Yeah. Okay. He's still trying. Well, does he have a good no, attorney? Because I can give you this number: one eight seven seven toll free. Right. One eight seven seven. It's got the one there even. Toll free one eight seven seven shark ninety. Maybe what she That's means hilarious. to say is shark. toll free, as in when you call, if you try to put a toll on me, that ain't happening. So this is a toll free zone, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I've been a lawyer for so long, like before cell phones were prevalent, and I've had my website for quite some time. That that's part of the reason. But actually, the 800 number when I originally started the practice after Katrina, um, I had a civil lawyer with me who advertised on television. So that's the 800 ah, number. Okay, he was the shark, or she was she, the shark. She. Was oh no, that was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke after Katrina because we were all crazy. And you know, Lynn Luker used to have these ads where she's like. I'm not a shark, but I know how to deal with them. So we were kind of crazy at the time when we moved in that office. So it started out as a joke, and unfortunately, and people shark ninety became aware of the number, and then there you have it. <laughs> so you can't change it now because everyone knows you're shark ninety. No, I could change it because I, I mean, I don't know that anybody uses an eight hundred number anymore, like you said. But I don't know if they do or not. But I, I haven't seen well, toll free. There's so many options there, right? I mean, you, you got different letters, so you could figure out something else that those those numbers oh, make. What you know? does shark spell out? Oh, Perhaps. genius idea! Let's do it right now. Who's got the phone mm. on? Yeah, everybody's got the phone Okay, on. let's check it out. This is gonna, it's going to take some while. It's, it's going to take too much time. It's some real code breaking <laughs> stuff, dude. Yeah, that's you're right. Okay, shark is what's S for you know a start. What? You know what? You go ahead. Why don't you give me a pen and paper? I'm okay. going to figure this out. Okay, S is seven, so it's P Q R O S. All right, wait. I got to write this down. Okay, well, here, you have to use my pen. Okay. Are we trying to figure out what other words yeah, what could we can use? be spelled? Yeah. Okay. What numbers could you okay. use to say sh- instead of shark? So maybe it would be like shit 90. Yeah. Well, no, but shit's only Getting four letters, right? Yeah. How many letters in shark? S H A. Oh, I see. Let's do the math. Okay. I, okay, well, Andrew's going to have that figured out. So anyway, So Long Storyland is an exciting story all by itself. You think well, so? Yes, because the last time we saw you guys, you were going into the studio to record something or other. Yeah, and, um, music. And now you've recorded it. We have, we have, what we're I done. What I thought was an awesome story is that I heard um, that you were going in to do an EP. Yeah. But you didn't realize you made enough songs to call it an LP. Well, I mean, maybe Andrew... Uh, can help me out with this, but like He's you know, busy right now doing no, 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 I'm, I'm with you. It's I'm true. It's like it's it's seven songs. We were. T- it's kind of a gray area. I mean, that's not like really a full length record, but it's it's not like quite an EP. I feel like an EP is like four or five songs, but this mm. is seven. I don't know. Does anybody ever? Nah, what do you call? I don't know what I, you call cares? things. It's not. It's not either it's thing anymore because there's no sides to records anymore. Like, yeah. So like. Wasn't that it? That the the EP EP was the extended play or the listen right. listener play and that. Well, well, there's a single. Everybody which is buys one songs song, anyway. Mm-hmm. I guess one song on each side of a record. There's a single. Yeah. And there was an okay. LP, which was the big one, which is the 33. Yeah. 
and the third whatever speed whatever that means mm-hmm. revolutions a minute or something yeah and right. then there was something in between where some people started putting out a song record with four songs on it. but I'll just say what everybody's been telling me is that nobody buys records anymore anyway you know it's it, you know you right. just go to iTunes buy the song that you like well, nobody so buys anything by the way just in case you well, that's true. It feels like there's like two different fashions of what people buy. People buy either the media, which is just the song on iTunes, you know, on the website, like yeah. you talked about, or they buy a souvenir, and the souvenir can be a CD or a vinyl or something. Right. And that's not really about the media as much as it is about just like buying something from a show or you know having the thing in a certain you know nostalgic format. Right. You know, the personal so, connection. If you go to a show and you buy like a shirt or something, is that what you're saying? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Or you buy a CD. Yeah. Yeah, but most people just steal it off the internet. Yeah, I just stream it on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not totally mm-hmm. stealing if they're being you're being if, paid something, yeah. even though it's minimal. Yeah, of course. So anyway, you went in to make an EP and you make, walked out with a with an well, LP I mean, you know, apparently. We, so right. whatever the definition is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had more just songs. Just add three more songs to it and call it an album. Well, I mean, you know, you want to feel good about what you release, and you know, we have a lot of songs, but we we just felt like these. You know, just the same as everybody else, anybody else releasing a record would say. These these seven songs, would, these you know, we just felt like, songs. yeah, we just felt like that fit. And for right, right now, that's it's good. We don't want to like overstay our welcome. You know, it's like this is our our well, debut. Well, I think that's yeah. the great thing about what you can do now. You don't have to. It's good. It, yeah, that is that is a nice part about these days. Is it doesn't matter how many songs you put on, and I like I like that sort of mentality where you just put on your best tunes, and then when yeah. you feel like there's a fall off, then don't fill it with things. Right, just, you know, uh, right, yeah, just exactly. for the sake of yeah. filling with things. Yeah. Okay, how are we going with Shark? Nice. I'm getting there. Just you know, okay. talk amongst we'll yourselves. Keep, okay, keep going. Okay, so so the record is the record finished. Uh, yes, it is. It is. It's mixed, mastered. It's uh, wow. it's, it's being printed right now. Okay, and, um, and what's it, it called? It's just called So Long Storyland, you know. We're just uh, we don't okay. feel like we're 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 at the point where we can name it something else. This is like our debut. It's, this is uh, it. This is, How did yeah. you come up with your name? That's a good question. Um, Thank you, Drew. It, it was a very. Uh, how did we come up with the name, Sophia? Do you know? Because I don't. I don't remember. You've got to come up Tell with a good truth. story because everyone's going to ask you this. My memory's now. a little hazy. Exactly. I had oh, a feeling. So is mine. So. Really, you're like 14, aren't you, or something like that? You're like yeah, you're like a teenager, but like. You shouldn't be losing your memory yet. Uh, okay, fine. Now, you know what? I know that you've been already been asked that question a hundred times, right? And you have to tell the story. So you might as well, now that you've got, got a record coming out, and you have to do... This is just bullshit media as far as, you know, this is, this is not <laughs> no real. Way, this is nothing. No way, well, if you do real TV and real you know, national radio, you're yeah. going to have to come up with a great story. So let's... Yeah. We might as well, well come we up with it. up. We might as well come up with it right now. make yeah. it up right now. Um, Julie. God, this is like a defense attorney type story. It's like maybe you got to come up with some kind of a believable. Okay, maybe some traumatic event happened at, at yes. Storyland. We're saying so long, Storyland. You know, it's no. You got you to give me a little bit about the details of the evening, and then I can maybe fill it in. But oh, all right. So well, I mean, it, it didn't involve any lawyers, so I mean, it's like you know. That's always a good thing. What that about basing it on your dad, who's in jail? <laughs> right. What about his nickname yeah. was Storyland? Was <laughs> Steve <laughs> Storyland Dubois. Yeah. Hey, you got my name right. It's nice. Was it Andrew Dubois? Yeah. Your name right? Yeah, okay. that's my name. Okay, so um, okay. I, don't, I don't have much else to think about all week. I just think about you guys. <laughs> you know. So, so what about that? So we based no. this, so the name is based on your dad, Steve Storyland Dubois, who was a. What did he do? He killed somebody. He he was in the mob. He was in the mob. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what sort of name is Dubois? Is that French? It, uh, so French I'm told mafia. it's actually Flemish. Do you all know? Flemish Mafia. Oh, now the you've Flemish got something, mafia. right? Really? Okay, yeah. Julie, take it away from me. 
I don't know. You have to give me a moment. Uh, okay. We'll just give you a pen and a paper, and you can you can go. I mean, you right. Yeah. No, um, I'm not going to give you the truth. I'm well, this is how they make. This is how defense attorneys work. They yeah. take the shred of the truth, and then they yeah, come up with yeah. fabricate. That some is kind of really a, not true. actually accurate. What's so accurate? usually my clients tell me their version of things, and if I think it doesn't make any sense, I explain to them it makes no sense, mm-hmm. and we go from there. Um, that that can't be true. Everything and say, that well, can't be true. I don't think you have a shot of winning a trial unless you have the truth on your side. First of all, mm-hmm. let me say that. Second, let me say I'm a let lawyer. Let me say two words to you. O.J. Simpson. I am a horrible, <laughs> but I'm a horrible liar, you see. But I also am very convincing when I believe in what I'm saying. As and long so as you believe it's true, it doesn't have to actually be true. <clears throat> Is that what you're saying? Sometimes there's gray area. I a will gray say area. that. It's like the EP versus the LP. It's a gray area. We are in a gray area, right? So, but I, I want to get. But I'm not trying. I'm to scared of this glass. Look out for that. I know. I'm, I'm not it. trying to take <laughs> it away from from this subject. But I wanted to get back to you. Said something about Spotify. Oh yeah. And I was having this thought. So, do you think? I mean, I know people think Spotify and Pandora are horrible things because people, the musicians, get paid nothing to do it. But if you're trying, do you do you find it's like free marketing for you, like for your live shows? Or we're not on Spotify yet. Oh, you're not. Maybe Andrew could answer that better than oh. I can. But it's fair to say that it's free marketing, but it's it's also providing the need that the paid for media provided before. So now people don't have to buy CDs, and you're losing plenty of of uh, income that way. Right. So. You know, but you're not wrong that it's it's this new uh, uh, way this of finding bands you wouldn't know about otherwise. Perhaps I think you could say that about Pandora. That is uh, giving you a uh, an algorithm wherein you listen to Al Green. We'll check out this other soul mm-hmm. singer that you might dig. But uh, in Spotify, people are searching for what they want to search for. So to say that they're going to happen upon it, mm, maybe. But I think uh, I think it's more about just you know not paying for music. Uh, Is, isn't it always the artist's decision to be put on Spotify? Yeah, or not? certainly. I mean, yeah. So you're opening yourself up to well, that. certainly. But in the in the in the climate of of the music these days, to not be on Spotify is not possible because, frankly, we've all given in. Of course. And uh, so, you know, you can you can play that game and be you know the rebel or the or the martyr. Yeah, but and not put your stuff on there. But you need to because because you're, you're not yourself. Taylor Swift, and you That's do right. need people to be able to hear you and access you. And if yeah. the only place that they can do you is on do that is on your website, then that doesn't work right now because nobody else is doing that. But if everybody did that, it would work, mm-hmm. um, you know. But that's just where we are. Does that make any sense? But yes. I don't understand how, like, what the legality of it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, how how can you not be paid for so many streams? Or I, I don't really understand the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. I think I think the loophole has roughly something to do with the fact that they're streaming it and not downloading it, so they don't have the media on their computer. It's just that the media is being streamed over the internet and played through right. your computer. You know, what is that? I don't know what that is, but lawyers. That's, yeah, that's lawyers. lawyers, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I don't do entertainment law, but. How, well, how does Spotify make the rate? Do we know that? From premium, like you pay like $9 no. a month. Yeah, but how do they figure out that you get paid a thousandth of a cent a spend? How do they. Oh. Where does that rate come from? Do you know, Sophia? No, yes. I don't. I actually kind of know that because my boyfriend is a partner in a music publishing business uh-huh. in Los Angeles. So. Um, it's kind of like an estimation based on. I mean, I don't know about Spotify. Like radio plays, I know how they kind of estimate that. Um, they have some formula that they use to estimate. I don't know exactly what it is, but well, that's very unhelpful. I thought you were going to tell us. <laughs> well, I mean, my exactly. boyfriend's in music publishing. That's as much as we got. Well, I mean, yeah. he does that regularly. Like every like quarter, he has to calculate that. Um, so he's told me a little bit about it. Like there's formula, but I'm not sure about with respect to Spotify and Pandora, but. 
If you have me on again, I will have the answer for you. Or I could call him right now. Why don't you, you just text him? Yeah, just call him. Uh, text him. And tell him to text you back at 877-SHARK90. You can't text me, though. It's not a cell phone. It's not or, a cell phone. Or no. Shaq 70. It's not really even Shaq a phone. It just right. rolled into or, my regular numbers. Or Ribs 70. But why 70? Is 7 and 9 is not on the same thing, dude. What are you talking about? What do you mean? How can, how can it have 70 because I'm, on it? Because I'm subtracting. It's it's Shark. If you check out the number, once again. Yeah, but 9, 0 are actually numbers. Oh, I didn't numbers. see the Okay, so it's 790. Sorry, I, I left out the, the 9. So it's Shaq 790 or Ribs 790. Ribs. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's genius, That's dude. Totally. Ribs, seven ninety. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I'm working. I'm working from the beginning now. I'm gonna find some other things. Hold on. Okay, that's good right there. My here's my attorney's number. It's eight seven seven ribs seven ninety. You will remember that. And yeah. Mark my words one day. You'll yeah, probably ribs. Call si- me on it. You think I'm if I if I need you. Something okay. simple, I'm sure, but. Well, what we're going to do right now is we're going to we're going to make so long storyland play a song. I was going to wait for our other guests to get here, but I don't know. Oh, All right, too here. easy. Oh, perfect timing. Pull up a Come seat, gentlemen. A couple of cans, a couple this of mics. absolutely perfect timing. Yeah, you have to sit down here. This is um, this is Joel Little, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Paul Little, and if they look similar, this is Andrew Duhon. Good to meet you guys. This is Julie Tizard, whose phone number is 877-RIBS-70. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As of now. Or uh, Shaq 790. Yeah. Uh, this, this is Sophia Preston. And Andrew Dubois in a band called So Long Storyland, which we just figured out what the name means. I'm just going to have to... Paul, Paul, can you put that microphone up a little bit there as well? This microphone here, yeah. You just twist and screw that and pull it up. Okay. You guys are from the same yeah, place, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, so these guys, let me tell you who these guys are. These guys are from New Zealand. Paul, Paul Little is a, a writer and publisher from New Zealand. Mm. How's the headphone level there? We can... We can change it. Incredibly yeah. loud. Too loud. It's really loud. Andrew yeah. will fix that for you. So. How we feeling? How we feeling? Yeah, good, good, good. Okay, good. How's it sound? Joel, good? Perfect. Okay, yeah. you've just come in time because I'm just going to get these guys from, from So Long Storyland to play a song for us. And, and I'll tell you a little bit about. Uh, about what's going on. So Paul and Joel have just arrived in New Orleans today. Yeah. They're both originally from New Zealand. Uh-huh. Paul just arrived here from, uh, well, from where did you come from? New York. Uh, New York, New York. New York. And, okay, here we go. Do you have an answer? I have an answer coming. Okay. Julie's boyfriend is in music publishing in Los Angeles, and he's just going to tell us right now how they figure out what the rate on Spotify is that you get paid. Hmm. <laughs> I told you that with every show we end up having conversations. But anyway, <laughs> he's going to figure that out. I'd like uh, to know that. Yeah, you yeah. would like to know that, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. I have no idea. Okay. So, is it jo- worth finding out? It would be probably right quite depressing to find out. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. depressing, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, how, well, he was going to tell us. Paul, you have to pull that mic up a little bit. So How's that Just pull it, pull it up a bit so up. you're not talking over the top of it. Yeah. I'm going to get that. All uh, right. Okay. There you go. Exactly. Okay, very good. Plus okay, so um, so we're just gonna. So these guys are just gonna. This, this, I'll tell you this little bit of story about So Long Storyland. So Andrew was Sophia's middle school music teacher. Right. And he discovered Sophia's talent as her music teacher, and yanked her out of school, ruined her whole life. <laughs> or I don't know. Are you still in school? Actually. I am. You're still, still in school. school. Okay. And, uh, and uh, well, you, you, what happened to you? You changed schools or something. I did. You changed schools. What school are you going to now? St. Martin's. And what is that? Something for bad girls or something? No. 
No. Hey, I, I graduated from St. Martin's, actually. Oh, you went to St. Martin's. It's a beautiful school. Are you still teaching school? No. No, I'm, I'm, a music, I'm a full-time. So you're doing this full-time. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this is a very relevant story for you, Joel, because it's a very similar story to your life story, okay. as you're going to hear in a minute, except it's slightly different, but you're on the way to the same end here. Sorry, I'll take a picture of Oh, you're looking... Okay, good. yeah, no, okay. I'm good. All right, so, all right, all right, go ahead. So you're st- so, so there's a, quite an age difference. You were... Well, yeah, you know, I did, a, I did a, this weird thing. I, I started a band with, with one of my students. It uh, sounds awfully creepy. It does, mm. it does. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I know how this that. novel but goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I thought you were on my side. Okay. I'm with you, dude, okay. I'm with you, yeah. But, you know... Um, it's not it, creepy, you though. Know, You're not I, in some sort of I was of around students all day, and I heard all, their, all of them singing, and so, like, I had... You know, I've I've always been writing, and uh, and you know, uh, Sophia. I don't I don't know if you've heard her sing, but she's got a very unique voice, and um, and uh, anyway, I had all these songs, and she. Uh, it just seemed to it just seemed to work, you okay. know. So. Well, let's take you. Want, fuck yeah. it, let's play something. Fucking play a song. Okay. You know? Shit. What are you gonna play? <laughs> this is off your new album called uh, So Long Storyland. It's actually an unreleased track. It's uh, we did a weird thing. It's called. Well, you're trying well, to promote a record, and you're playing an unreleased track. Grant, this is not the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, boys? It's too late for that. It's, it's too late for that now, Grant. All right. Yeah. We, uh, uh, you know, I did this curious thing. I, I, I wrote a song about Katrina. Do you know, there was a hurricane. Oh, okay. really? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You wrote a song about that. That was ten years ago now. But I know. I'm a little late. Well, <laughs> I'm a little late. Well, how, hey, listen, um, Sophia, how old are you now? I'm 14. So you were four during Katrina. Yes. So you have to sing the song that happened when you were four. Grant, yep. just, just let her sing. How do you relate to that? Okay. Let her sing the song. That okay, is an well, interesting question, actually. Thank can you, Julie. Hear, I knew eventually I'd come up with one. Can we hear it? Not can yet. You're not playing it. I mean, like, will y'all, will y'all be able to hear that? Yeah. All right. How high is the water? Will 
Okay. So long, Storyland, a song you won't be able to find anywhere, apparently. How high is the water? Soon, coming soon. It is it coming soon. Is it on the record or not on the record? It is not on the record. Like I said, you, you should feel honored, you Grant, that I just played you a song that nobody else will ever hear again. Really? No, that's right. Really, no That's right, because nobody listens to this at all. No, I know. <laughs> well, three, at least three people that will hear this for sure of that. Yeah. Hi, Ma. When we edit it, and then your mom. Mm-hmm. And your dad in jail, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Steve totally Storyland Dubuis. Totally a true story. I know. What did he do? Well, he killed somebody. So, yeah. so but seriously, though, just for a minute, why, why would you come on the show to promote a record, assumedly, right? And then play a song we're pro- not on listen, the record. We're just prom- what's the logic behind that? Just tell me that. We're, we're promoting ourselves, you know. Okay. So. Did you discuss this with each other? What with the manager no, or something? I mean, I don't, you know. You just decide. This is your whole call. Yeah. What do you think of that, guys? You guys are in the entertainment business. Joel's in the music business for real. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. I, I think if I heard that song, I just think, wow, if that's the stuff they haven't released, what's the stuff they put on the album? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank Very you. Nice, it was great. Uh, you're such um, a charm. Okay, I have to do everything. Couldn't thought of a better Joel, answer. what do you got to say about that? Um, yeah, I mean, you just got to, I guess, if you, you got to do what you feel like doing. You got to do what you feel like doing. Yeah. You do? Yeah, I think so. You don't have any sort of like do a... Do what you want to. You don't have like a sort of a marketing <coughs> plan to go out with. Then nah. they lose the artistry, right? They got to be artists, and they got to go with their soul and what feels right, or they're not authentic, right? Mm, thank you. Spoken like a true non. Thank you. So Grant artist. is the asshole. Let's just be official. Mm-hmm. That, I just wondered what the logic behind that is. That's all. That's why he's in not trouble. everything is, is about marketing. What? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're said the one eight seven seven yeah. shark nine zero. <laughs> not, it's not shark nine zero. No, we changed it to ribs seventy. Uh huh. Great. Andrew figured out that Shark 90 is also Ribs 70. That's awesome. I could open a restaurant and not even have to change my number. Mm-hmm. Or Gapley. Seven Gapley works. Seven what? Seven Gapley. Gapley is not a real word. No, it's not, no, a, it's word. not a word. Whereas <laughs> Ribs is awesome. <laughs> ribs is good. Ribs 70. 1877 Ribs 70. Okay. Is this um, a puzzle? Well, yeah, because Julie's... N- number as a lawyer she's a criminal defense attorney started out as a joke really number is 877 shark 90 so i inherited it it was a joke after katrina right after katrina katrina's coming back katrina and spotify are the two main themes (laughs) so so andrew figured out other letters on the phone it's a tough one there's not a a lot of shark 90 i think more people made money out of katrina than spotify so far haven't they with books and and whatnot probably right spotify's still losing money apparently is that true okay what does he say julie can you read it to us he said, good question. As far as I can tell, they claim to pay out 70% Bullshit. of revenue based on streams of each song in a period. 70% Lies. of... Lies. All right, let's, let's claim. Let's, 70% of what? Let's though? suspend disbelief and say that's true, of royalties. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but I've, as I heard on the last uh, uh, journalistic uh, 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 piece, right. piece on this, yeah, yes. um, there's three different companies that that royalty goes through. Uh before it gets to the artist. So that's three different splits that happens before. So they probably do pay out 70%. It's just the artist but, only gets two. But 70%, <laughs> 70% of what, though, exactly? Because it's the figure that they pay out is the... The revenues, the royalties. So, oh, I guess the, rev- so, so the money that we're paying Spotify, nine ninety nine a month. So mm. they probably... 70% of that goes back to the artist. I'm not sure. I mean, you'd have no. to be in... in yeah. No way. Spotify's corporation to figure out what they're, you know, but if they're charging that much and then they figure out probably somehow like how many streams per month per person and somehow mm. create some sort of percentage that okay, way. Okay, well, we've got, a, we've got the perfect person to ask because Joel is a co-writer and producer of the 2014 Grammy-winning Song of the Year, 
Royals by Lord. What? Yeah. yeah. So you're looking right at it. So, did awesome. you guys Thank make you. a huge fortune out of Spotify on that? Yeah, Joel, did you? Cause, cause <laughs> if so anybody was going to... I don't want my dad to know how much money I've in the bank. <laughs> did you buy him a house? No. Um, so, I, don't know about, I don't know about Spotify. I know that it's not the best, but I, I guess it's just one of those things that's kind of the reality. I know Pand- I've, I've had some crazy royalty statements through from Pandora as, as the one that I can remember being the worst. The worst. I had like a... It was like... 16 million plays of something and it was like seven dollars <laughs> I, I feel like i'm exaggerating a little but it felt like that it was it was like definitely like less than a hundred dollars for less than a hundred dollars and this is plays. a this is a worldwide legitimate worldwide smash hit grammy award-winning song yeah. of the year i mean don't, like don't get me wrong we have made money off that song but the streaming the streaming is is definitely Quite Am weird. I wrong? Like, I seem to recall hearing at some point when she made that her intention was not to make money off of it. Is that something I just came yeah, no, up on? No, is that's that true. That's the story. I mean, she was she was 15 when we wrote that, and uh, we. I won't make the same mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, exactly. She was she was just an unknown artist, and initially the whole idea was that we were just going to give it away for free. We put it up on SoundCloud as a free download, um, and. It literally just snowballed all by. It was. It wasn't one of those marketing things where everyone, because a lot of people thought that it might have been, but it was literally just. We were. We were like, let's just. We've made some cool songs. We put out this EP. We'll let it. Let people yeah. f- discover it, and then, in a couple of years, maybe the label will want to try and make some money off of it. I also think it made it more popular in that she wasn't trying to make a profit, and it made people want to buy it even more. So it's like reverse. <laughs> it like, yeah. Well, people just well, want to support want the artist. Right. Yeah. They yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they want to get behind something like that. Right. I, the I think, idea of it. Yeah. I think it's a comment on the idea of you know how much money people pay on for PR but I don't think it's a comment on the art of it I mean you expect an artist to uh, to want to make art and not to make a profit off of it so to speak so to mm. say that like they made it not to get rich well I would expect any good song I hear that person is an artist and right. I expect that like they made it not to I think don't. like I'm gonna make millions off of this and then you can go to you know like look at like popular country music and think differently but you know it's like you expect you expect good songwriting to be about the song and to be about writing so I don't think to say that she wrote it not not hoping to get rich is, is exceptional what I think is exceptional is that what you're saying she put it out on SoundCloud and without like a marketing plan or anything like that and then mm. it, it kind of did the grassroots organic thing yeah. right. to become yeah. popular that's really impressive and no, awesome yeah. you know? I, get, I get that part of it I just think what's interesting is usually a lot of these things that reach this level of fame if you will I don't know what else to say usually it's something that's concocted by other people and it's manufactured and so I think that's what I'm saying is mm. the popularity of it was it wasn't yeah. something that was manufactured it was something that was organic. yeah it's very it cool. rare for yeah. it to happen too I mean the amount of people that have said that come up and ask me that story and I tell them how we did it and they say but I put my stuff up on SoundCloud for free <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a massive right, worldwide right. hit and it's I'm like funny. yeah well I don't, I don't know it's just, <laughs> one, it's just one of those things you can trace every step of what happened with it who heard it where they took it who yeah. they yeah. rang it and was said just, you got to hear it was just this. timing and uh, it was one of those things where everything just happened to fall into place one after the other and she went from completely unknown to you know a worldwide star and nine Months. And there was, but you have a manager, or do you? Do you did we? Was it just Lord? Is she the artist, or were you the artist? Were you, are you part of the band? Or no, you no. just wrote and produced it. Yeah, and she wasn't. I mean, she, she wasn't called Lord when we. I mean, I don't think she'd really written. She, she hadn't really written a full song before we started working together. So mm-hmm. she was just new. She was signed to this development deal, and she was trying to figure out if she even wanted to do music at the time. And so, wow. and we didn't know what she wanted to sound like. And so it was kind of we. 
for whatever reason just kind of clicked and creatively and it you know figured it we figured it out together did you know when you were doing it that it was great when you recorded, I thought it was great. Thought, wow, yeah. this is fucking awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I liked it. You know, it's, it's like that's kind of always the sign for me when I'm working on something. If I go home and I want to keep listening to it after I've spent 12 hours a day yeah. on it for right. a week, you know. Then. Well, conversely, do you know when something's terrible? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's when I, when I don't want to listen to it. And when people ask me what I've been up to, I say, oh, not, not much. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's the what's the ratio that you guys have the same thing that you have? A, I can relate to that. Yeah. Do you have sure. stuff that you think is awesome? And stuff sure, that you hate. Sure, but uh, yeah, isn't it the stuff in between that we haunt ourselves with, though? The stuff where you feel like if this chorus was just a little bit cooler or something, you know? It's like those yeah. things where you feel like there's a decision that can be made, yeah, and you just haven't made it yet, or you, you don't you don't know if it's there, but you just keep pining for it, you know, looking for what's the choice that can be made that could maybe like take this in from like good to great, you know? right? It's endless, really. I mean. Well, there's you never know really when Some to people stop. say that it all comes to them all at once, or it doesn't come at all. And other people say they work at it. Yeah. And how does it work for you, Andrew? What's, what's yours? Yeah, I get that. You know, the ones that come right away, but I haven't had one of those in a long time. <laughs> and, uh, you start I, with a kernel of an idea and work it? Yeah, I think, you know, when all I knew was like four cowboy chords, and I was just writing in a notebook, then it was easy because you yeah. only had so many options. But yeah. then, you know, you start exploring, and you, you see, like, what your heroes are doing, and like, oh, what's that? And then you learn that, and then you get more options, and then it's going to make... Ultimately, I would think it's going to make your music better, but you have to make the song better, and the song doesn't have to be great. Uh, I'm sorry, the song doesn't have to be intricate, but you want it to be better, so you have these options, and you want to pick the best one, and I think the more options you have, the more you start finding yourself in this spin cycle, and then you're in a vertigo, and you don't know which way is better. You know? Yeah. You, you get, get lost. lost. Aw, that hey, was beautiful. Jinx. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Does that happen to you as well, Joel, writing? Well, Paul, you're a writer as well. Yeah, I'm not at all musical, so, so I don't have to worry. You're writing yeah, books. Exactly. That's never going to happen. But you're writing books that take months and years to write. <laughs> no, they don't. They take weeks. I'm no, I don't you need can to bang those learning. out? Yeah, I can't afford to spend a year writing a book. How long does it take to write a biography? Ten weeks. Ten weeks? Yeah. People yeah. ask me that, and I tell them it takes ten, ten weeks. weeks. Three weeks of interviews, three weeks of um, transcribing and mucking around, three weeks of finishing it off. For real? Yeah, if it took wow. a long, uh, oh, and I have a week off. See, so, it's only nine weeks. <laughs> so you can knock out how many weeks no in a year? I don't even know. There's 52 weeks uh, a year. You can take two weeks vacation and you can knock out five books a year. Well, of course, what we're not factoring in is the incredible stress mm. and, and, and the amount of time I have to spend getting over this process. No, I can do two or three a year, but that's it. And some of the, most of them have been pretty laid back. The last one I did was horrible. So I, it was a terrible story and it, it Where can cost I buy it? sleep. But, you know, yeah, what you can it? buy it on Amazon. It's called Stolen Lives. Stolen the untold story. It's about quintuplets. Some quintuplets that were born in New Zealand in 1965. And Hang on, slow it down. Somebody had five kids. I was talking at New Zealand right. speed. Right, so five yeah. children. Quintuplets. <laughs> Grant understands, kids. but not everybody yeah, yeah. understands. Yeah. Right. Slow it down. So they had five kids on the same... A woman had five... This is with, a woman. But this is before fertility. One woman, five babies, a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> this is before fertility drugs, even. No, it was around the time fertility drugs were being, were being so that was um, the, finessed, So that was the cause say. of it. So there haven't been that many quintuplets since then. Now we just have twins or triplets on our fertility drugs. Right. A lot of, you hear a lot of stories about these multiple births where they have birth defects, where there's, you know, mm. something goes wrong. Were all these kids healthy? They were all perfectly healthy. The weird thing is they had kids who themselves had problems, which nobody's ever looked Ooh. into, especially wow. not me. But well, um, they themselves. Ten weeks, you right time right. to do you yeah. know, in-depth study. Or exactly. So why, why was it such a horrible experience writing that? Uh, because when they were 16, their, uh, their parents had split up when they were about 9 or 10, 
uh, all nine of them. Uh, and when they were 16, their stepfather shot and killed their mother in front of them and then shot himself. Wow. Oh my God. And then things really went bad because they just went... I mean, they were already slightly messed up, uh, but they went, they went crazy. It's just drugs, drug, you know, drug deals, violence, gangs, rapes. So this is the stuff that you everything. think would happen in Chicago or something, but this happened... In, in the western suburbs of Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. Which is a city of like a million yeah. people, kind of yeah. like New Orleans. So you know, normally I'm quite good at, bringing it back to me, normally I'm quite good at dissociating myself from people's stories, but this is just deeply affecting. It was right. the most moving. Uh, and yeah, and there were, of course, there were, we did the book because they've just turned 50, all five of them, and they're okay. You know, they've come through more than anybody should be expected to deal with. Uh, I used to say them all the time. Anybody else would have, would have taken what you guys have been through and use it as an excuse to go completely you know, mental for the rest of their lives but they've, they've brought themselves back from, from this brink. It's a great story. You know what, it's more than a great story. You know what it is and this is the right group of people to discuss this with it's a musical. <laughs> is it? No. Isn't it? It's a Broadway musical. It's a Broadway musical. Oh no. The reason Joel and I have got together. Yes, yeah. this is why you guys are hanging out this week together. Yeah. Yeah. The Lawson Quinn's The Musical. Man. Yeah. Show tunes. Don't you, you know? think they could be great? The well, most could, depressing well, musical. Maybe Halloween release, maybe. A Halloween yeah. release. So the guy, the fa- the stepfather shot. Yeah, the, the, they were they were abused by him for years. I don't know how much was, you know, everybody wants to hear in a, in a New Zealand accent, but they they had terrible time. Can you do him. Can you do accents? And then just the one. <laughs> <laughs> and a very limited range. Um, so I mean, in a way, it was a relief. Because yeah, he stopped, he was out of their lives. But, but at killed such a cost. Kill their mom, yeah. though. That's yeah. like pretty oh. bad. Yeah. That's, well, what a great story. But mm. anyway, so now, some of them, a um, couple of them, spent a lot of time here in New Orleans, um, working in bars, and and that, I mean, I'm not saying that's how bad it got. I'm saying <laughs> that that was part of the part of the road back. Part of the yeah. process was was coming here, and what? Ha- so he was, she was dead, and he's dead. So there's no one to. Not really. No, they, well, they just had themselves. Of course, that's one good thing about there being five of them. They kind of looked after each other. How and old they were they? Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. They're here in New Orleans. Uh, they were. They, a oh, couple they were. of them lived here for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're all back in New Zealand now. Oh, I see. Okay. And what were they doing here? They were in the service industry here. Yeah, bar- bartending, that sort of thing. Loving it. Wow. Bring it back to New Orleans, Andrew. You want to play something? Sure, I'll play Come you on, something. What do you Grant. think? What are you thinking of playing? Play a new song. Okay. What is it? Well, you know, honestly, like, I was, I, th- I thought I had a little bit of a breakthrough this afternoon, and I was going to, like, and then, like, the thought comes about, I remember this thought when I used to go to the Carrollton Station open mic, it just felt like something mystical happened every Tuesday when I'd have a little bit of a breakthrough, and I thought, yeah, I can play this tonight, that'll be great, you know, and, you know, just small victories, you know, finishing things and then playing them right away, it's fun, it's fresh. And then you're five minutes away from finishing it, and you have to head out. So I'm not going to play you that one, but I'm going to play you a new song that's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get too high above the ground, suddenly I knew the best that I could do was let you down. Before we get to high above the ground Suddenly I knew the best that I could do was let you down Oh, well, the longer that we hung around I knew would only serve to dig us deeper down Yeah, the best that I could do was leave you down and out 
Though all I ever wanted was to do right by you I couldn't prove it standing there beside you Yeah, the easy way out would have been to stick around Oh, before we get too high above the ground Suddenly I knew the best that I could do was let you down Before we get too high above the ground Suddenly I knew the best that I could do was let you down Though I know that it's a heart of gold you hold inside Proving yourself so many times Yeah, and the thought of leaving you is leaving me broken down Though all I ever wanted was to do right I couldn't prove it standing there beside you Yeah, the easy way out would have been to stick around It's alright, oh Lord, every time There's more love in letting go Than there ever was in holding on Before we get too high above the ground Suddenly I knew The best that I could do was let you down And I believe, I believe, I believe I believe in another time around But suddenly I knew The best that I could do was let you down Oh, suddenly I knew the best that I could do was let you down. Yeah. Hey, thanks, y'all. Another song about inadequacy. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Inadequacy. Yeah. Maybe it's about. Brutal honesty. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Unselfishness. Unselfishness. That right, looks right. on the surface more selfish than maybe it is. Right. Walking away from someone looks like a selfish act, but in fact it's selfless. I'm doing it for you. Maybe not doing it for them, but, you know, it's the best that you could do, you know? The best that I can do is let you down. Mm. Hey, Joel, you want to play something? You know, I don't think I even could if I, oh, really? if I wanted to. Yeah. Why? What happened? It's been... The way that I write songs now is so different. Like, I started out playing guitar, but I, the way that I write songs, I write them, I write a lot of songs, and I usually write them on keys these days. And then as soon as I've finished writing it, I've forgotten how I played it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't even think I I know that Royals has three chords in it, but I don't know if I can tell you what they are. <laughs> really? <laughs> Even yeah. that you couldn't play right now. No, I don't think so. Because I, ne- I never, like, I never sit down and with the guitar and play Royals, you know. But right. you started out playing in a band. I mean, you played every yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I could. I was. I, I always joke about getting the band back together for my fiftieth birthday party because we were, we were, you know, we were a band in New Zealand for ten years and released a couple of records and toured a lot. And but I would have to relearn all the songs. Really? Uh, yeah. Hey, well, here's your chance to play something you can play behind me. Play some instrumental part while I read these these commercials. <laughs> you want to do it? I don't even think I could. I you could be able to play like C or something, right? I can, I can play a C. Well, anything. I can definitely play I a do, C. It takes, this takes like about 40 seconds. Oh, man. Let me see. Is that, that right, Andrew? About 40 yeah. seconds? Yeah, you got it. Okay. 
C. Or anything. I mean, don't listen to me. I don't even know what C no, is. No, 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 you wanted a C? Okay, all right. Okay, thank you very much to these people who make today's show possible. Thanks to Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet and his or her own home. For loving care, when you're not there, go and check them out at PetitePetCare.com. See, that's like two chords, or at least by yeah, now. There's three in there. Three. Also, <laughs> Basics Swim and Gym, which have a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Basics Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Thanks, too, to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to Hangover Destroyer website. It's called hdestroyer.com. You write happy hour in the coupon code. Get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer, and you, too, can seize the dawn. Sounds pretty good, actually, don't you think? It's yeah. All, it's all coming back to you. I've only got one yeah. more to read. And also, thank you to UnlistedNola.com, the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. If you know what you're looking for, you can find your perfect match before it comes on the market. It's the match.com of real estate. It's UnlistedNola. You can find it at UnlistedNola.com. Thank you, Joel. Nice. I think you've got quite a career ahead of you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know. You never do know. Hey, so, Sophia, who are you texting? No one. You must be texting somebody. No, I'm just typing. Typing. You're just yeah. practicing typing. Do you typing at school? Is that a class still? Yeah. No, no, no. Mavis. I took it in lower school, it? though. I had a typing class. You did a typing class in lower school? Really? I didn't know this. teach that? I still I never used it, but they, like, had the, um, they had, like, the keyboard on the screen, and they would have, like, where your hands are supposed to be, and be like... Hit. A virtual typing class. You know what I mean? Like how to like come like correctly type on a keyboard mm-hmm. for like a good two years, and yep. it hasn't been to any. Didn't sink in. No. Because you can't really do it on a phone. I mean, do you do you type it? Yeah, computer? I have a, I have a laptop, but like I don't actually like type like I'm supposed to. Like it's, it's a shame because that would be cool to know how to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to do that. Paul, you can type like a real typist. No, no, I can't. I spent one you know of the how reasons. Do you write in cursive? I do. Oh, that's good. I know that. Okay, Paul, you're a novelist. No, I write fiction, uh, non-fiction. The other one, yeah. Why do they call it's it? It's pretty impressive. I know. It's it like ingenuous and disingenuous. Nobody knows which of those is which. Not, not many people need to either. Is there is there such a thing as ingenuous? But yeah. disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. But is there such a word as ingenuous? Is there an opposite? We can look that up. Oh. Some people think Joel's a genius. <laughs> how many how many books have you done genius. now, Dad? I've, I've written twenty four, twenty five books, Joel. How many people have you recorded with now, son? Um, Wait, yellow father know. and son? Yeah. Oh. Look at yeah. their faces. Yeah. I know. I should have known. You think you're all matching t-shirts? Looks the same. Yeah. Are we the first father-son act you've had on this show? Andrew, yeah, yes, I believe you I are. think so. We've yeah, had. Yeah. You had a sister act. We've had sisters. We've had sisters on here. We've had a father and a son, but not on the same show. Father and a sister on different shows. Lenny Elsford and yeah, and his wife was on here. Okay, what's going on? Ingenuous. Naive, innocent, simple, childlike, trusting, unwary. Yeah, that's Joel. Sounds like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's ingenuous. Mm. Disingenuous means what exactly? Not those things. Not those things. I thought it meant sort of like a liar. That's what it means. Mm. Right. More contrived and Well, how do we get on to that anyway? I don't know. You asked. You asked. Why did we say disingenuous? Oh, because we're saying it's words that have... People don't know the difference between one and the other. Well, uh-huh. Where do we start? Okay. Insincere, dishonest, untruthful, right. false, deceitful. So, Sophia, what what are you studying in school? Do you have homework tonight? 
Yeah, I actually have a, a ton. A ton? Yeah. And you were hanging out in the bar with a bunch of ne'er-do-wells. Oh, yep. Can we help you with the homework? What is it? Um, I have to read part of the play Caesar. So Caesar? That's by Romeo like and by Juliet. Caesar I mean by Shakespeare. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> by Romeo and Julius. <laughs> <Romeo and Julius. laughs> St. Martin's education. That's right. That's okay. What What's get. the story of Caesar? Um, it's about this guy who has to make a choice whether to kill his best friend or not for the good of Rome. Yeah. You know what wow. I hear? A musical. <laughs> <laughs> have they made a musical of Caesar yet? No. I want to think they have. Somewhere. Somewhere. They got it, right? Somehow. Somewhere out there. Yeah, too. The Lawson, Lawson Quinn's the musical and Caesar the musical. Thanks Who was his friend, Sophia? Sorry. John Brutus. Really? Yeah. So you know quite a lot about it. What do you, you know say so you have much to, about it. You say you have to read it, though. That sounds difficult. Yeah. It's, it's in the textbook. They have it like... But you already seem to have read it. I've actually seen the play before. Oh, okay. When Tulane did it a couple years ago. So you're it's still going to read it even though you saw the play? Yeah, because I don't really remember what happens. I, I remember what happens. I just don't I'll remember. I'll tell you the like, ending. The nuances, dies. the nuances. And so does Brutus and Oh, Brutus Cassius dies too? You know... So you know all this stuff. You so know... Have, yeah. Have Grant, a beer. I just yes. realized something. What? Like, you don't think about it all the time, but... All of Shakespeare's writings are plays already. All we have to do is add music to these things, and they're wow. musicals. Really? That's how musical works? Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You just add music. You just add music yes. to plays. Well, yeah. We just have to add songs, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Songs, sorry. So I we said music. Just yeah, write, I meant songs. Like, so we, we got to write some songs. Yeah. But doesn't the music in a musical, the the, the song takes song. plot to it? Yeah, yeah, point. of course. They have to be the songs. So we have to take yes. out the bit where, like, say, well. You know, I got dibs on Hamlet, okay? Just like John Grimsley already does, uh, you know, Shakespeare in the Park. So somebody, one of you two, could just Mm -hmm. collaborate with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't because I can't write any music. But you guys, these two, or these, and I will just come watch. Everybody, yeah, Yeah. you will. What I'm good at, yeah, I will. That's so why don't we just make no it? Talent. So should we start with the Lawson Quins or well the Caesar's already a play? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I, th- I think Shakespeare's more a proven property. Mm. For, for Caesar the musical. Show. Yeah, yeah. Let's, well, yeah let's is there a musical? Yeah. Is there a musical already? Are we wasting our time? Is there a Caesar the musical? How can I, no one have written a musical? About I don't believe right? so. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, text your boyfriend. I don't what's think he would na- know that. What's his name? Charles. Charles, the boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, he, I don't think he would know that. He wouldn't know that. No. Okay, Sophia, so you have to read this friggin' play. That's going to take, I couldn't, it would take me a year to read well, it's, that. It's just Park up notes. to. I'm going to pull you off there, Grant. I'm sorry, but whenever a young person shows even the slightest interest in reading, let alone Shakespeare, I think it mm. all behooves somebody of your age to, to discourage put her them. Off. Yeah. No, I'm not discouraging <laughs> you at all. Are you reading it on an e-book or in an actual textbook? <laughs> yeah, it's like a textbook that's in my car. Or Wikipedia. Like, you have your own car? Well, no, it's not in my car. It's in my mother's car. Your mom's car, okay. That's good. That's good. Okay, so 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 you have that to do tonight. Is that it? No, like other things like Spanish and world history and... World history, okay. Geometry. Geometry. Can't help you with geometry. (laughs) Joel, do you have kids in school yet? Uh, Yeah, one of them is in school now, second grade. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you're doing homework now? No, uh, it's yeah. She, I'm not. You're not, she is. You're not helping yeah. with the homework. Nah, she doesn't need any help. She's what about fine. what about your dad? Did he help you with homework? Or was I can't remember. Probably. He's always been a the the, the, the dad that grammatically corrects every single fucking sentence. Right. Well, yeah. Well, that's how you got to be. A, yeah. That's how you got to be a great writer. Though. Well, yeah. yeah. Better to put the adverb at the end of the sentence. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> 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 going there. Or any sentence in a preposition. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure he helped in, in some way, some annoying fashion. So, but you're not having to help yet. No, no, no. So no. you don't know what geometry is. No. Well, Me neither. some sort of it's maths. It's math of some math? sort. Yeah. yeah. I don't it's got to be geometry. It's been a while, been yeah. a while since <laughs> I was yeah. at school. That's why, that's why Joel chose music because A, he's no yeah. good at maths, and B, yeah. he knew I wouldn't be able to help him or interfere yeah. in any way whatsoever. That yeah. is pretty amazing that you don't even know what geometry is. What did you think it could have been if it wasn't a math? I thought it was math. Yeah, had to be, right? Well, what else could it be? It wasn't English. I briefly thought I was getting uh, confused with geography. Oh, um, oh that yeah, sounds yeah, similar. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. the stars. It's like, it's like ingenuous and disingenuous. <laughs> <laughs> geography. Yeah. Geography is yeah. about maps, what, and, and ge- geometry is about triangles and so on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what do you need to know about geometry? We can help you with that. Joel can fix you up with that. I just so you can stay here and have another beer. I'm trying to... Yeah. So you don't have to waste time at school. So, what's a, so you want to be a pop star. I mean, not What do you want to be a world like historian a or a geometrist? No, 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 no. No, world historian, no So way. what do you want to do? Um, I mean, this would be great. Right, so you want to be a musician? You want to be a podcaster? Well, no, 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 not like a podcaster. <laughs> you be a podcaster? Like, <laughs> the band would be great. Right, you want to be a musician. So yeah. how do you feel about being in school? Is it just a giant waste of time? Well, no, I, I like school. It's just I don't like the amount of work that goes into school. Well, but I like school as yeah. it is. Hey, take, yeah, it from, that. take it from me and Andrew. Yeah. You don't have to do any work. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> and Joel doesn't so. even know what math is. Yeah. <laughs> right there for a start. He wrote a word. Look at me now. Yeah. Paul, okay, is, Paul is super smart and a genius, and, and Julie has a law degree. So I have a law degree, but, you know, I really stopped working for two weeks before finals and took my finals. I would go to class. Like I was saying, if I had to read that, I would just look it up on Wikipedia. Like, yeah. second act. I had legal lines. Like, I was, no. I didn't. I was. I'm working smarter, not harder. <laughs> That's the secret. So you have to. So, but you quite enjoy school, except for the work. So what? Is, what do you like about school exactly? I don't know. I guess the people are pretty great. Well, people are great everywhere, though. Yeah. You could just stay here. We're nice. Yeah, that was sweet. There's got to be more going on than that. If you don't enjoy mm-hmm. even anything about it, except the people. I mean. How old are you? Fourteen. I'm fourteen. And how old can you be before you leave school? Well, I mean... Technically. The, Legal. Like, legally, um, I could leave school right now if I wanted. Really? You have to go up... I'm pretty sure you only have to go up to eighth grade. Legally. Really? You need a note from somebody? I could write it. No. <laughs> she needs to graduate. I'm going to put my fist down. Uh, do you really? <laughs> yes. I, uh, I think so. I think I don't the know. legal requirement's eighth grade. What about Lord? What does she need? Does she ever finish school? I don't... She didn't finish school, no. She, need, she didn't get her high school... Uh, She's doing the back she, didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't even did. finish high school. Well, it all happened when nope. she was 16, yeah. So yeah. she kind of left. So she just quit. Yeah. With there two you years go. to go, there's, yeah. There's your, there's your <laughs> role model. But she model, was already Sophia. way smarter than me before. And anyway, yeah. like, she's really yeah. smart. Well, Sophia's pretty smart. She really knows sure, the story yeah. of Caesar. Yeah. From seeing it once, I wouldn't be able to. I mean, I've seen tons of Shakespeare. I couldn't tell you one story. Really? Like, it's kind of sad, I remember having a couple of beers before I went in. Yeah. And then a couple more intermission, and then uh, yeah. some after. But what happened yeah. in between? I'm a little fuzzy yeah, right. on the details. But, people but you do remember you had some beers. I remember that. I mean, people yeah. moving around on stage, saying things, and you know, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell. You. Anyway, I'm I'm all in favor of you dropping out and being a pop star. Let's have another song. Okay, come on, because sure. you have another one. And is this one possibly going to be on the record? Um, it's going to be on yeah. the the next record. On this uh, record called "So Long Storyland." On the record "So Long Story." So Land. long story. Yeah. Thank goodness. Okay, I think that's sensible. She needs a lawyer. Right. So sensible. You can get a lawyer by simply calling 1-877-RIBS-70. 
<laughs> you are going to remember that I think it's day. Ribs 970, but yeah. Oh shit, is it Ribs 970? Everyone, we're about hang to play on. a song. Yeah, hang on a second, demands. Andrew. We've got to get this oh. phone number down. You're going to be calling a barbecue I gotta place find on the accident. Because right, when we sign off here at the end of the show, I've got to be able to say. 790. 790. Ribs 790. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put. 790. Hang on a second. 877. Wait, is that right? Let's look at that number again. Okay. Hang on, Andrew, just a second. Oh, sorry. No. I know. When you said we were going to hear a number. Yeah, we are. It is well, The number is 790. Yeah, Rib 790. Rib 790. Okay, guys. Sorry. I'm sorry, Andrew. About that. Like Andrew Dubois did it. Should I seven. Should start now? Okay, yeah, what are you playing? It's a song. Uh, it's a, this song's called Hero. Ready? Sophia, you have uh, you have the sexiest, most world-weary voice of any fourteen-year-old <laughs> person in the world. Is that is that what attracted you to it, Andrew? <laughs> Sorry to make your headphones fall you know off. What, Grant, thank you for taking a beautiful thing and just you know yeah. Well, really how was shit okay. over Damn it, Grant. Well, how would God. you how would you describe Sophia's voice? It's very pure and innocent. It's not sexy. Oh, really? Do you hear that? What does that say what about you, Grant? Yeah, I, that so say about I you? thought, I think Creepy. if you close your eyes and listen, 
it sounds world weary and sexy. It's very ethereal and very mesmerizing, okay. and I love it. Thank That's you. Nice um, too. I don't Thank know you. about worldly and sexy. I think it's more innocent and yeah. oh. pure and beautiful and. So I heard the exact opposite of what you <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So what does that say, yeah. do you think? I don't know. But I have a psychi- psychologist that maybe will Do you think there's something about me or, or yeah, something about all that, or that you can, you can hear anything in her voice? Well, I think you can hear anything in anything. I mean, everything's subjective. Do you? Yes. We're all, we're all humans of different experiences. And you I really think believe that, things. though? You really believe that you can interpret anything in any way? I guess I that's do. why you're a criminal defense attorney. I do believe that, right. yes. I do believe that. I do believe we all come to the table with certain experiences and we see things a certain way. Yes. Things appeal to us in different ways. I think it's pure and innocent and lovely and, you know, wonderful. I love it. Um, It's not contrived. It's, you know, it's great. Do you think you can see good in things that are actually evil? Um, Well, what's evil? Well, that's what I'm asking you. I mean, like can a, I see like good in things? Can I yeah. see good in things that other people see as evil? Absolutely. Yeah, you can. I can say for sure. So you've sure. got a quality. You've got a special sort of. No, I just quality. get to spend time with these people. Other people don't. So I have the benefit of actually dealing with people on a one-on-one basis that the media portrays as monsters, and I get to know them as human beings. So I see a different side than other people get to see. So yes, in some respects, yes, absolutely. So you're that. talking about people who have been charged with a heinous crime. I mean, according to the media, yes. Well, not the media, according to the law. The media doesn't charge uh, Heinous. People. I mean, heinous okay, is a we'll descriptive word. Yeah, okay. You know? well, we'll strike that from the record, Grant. So exactly. <laughs> someone, someone who, for example, shot somebody's mom of five kids. Uh-huh. Allegedly, Grant. Allegedly. Shot Allegedly. them. No, so they were witnesses. So you can Fine. see the good in that person, even. I don't know. Or like, can I've you only see that by believing they didn't really do it? Well, I mean, I don't think I'm, I mean, I've always been pretty middle of the road. I was a prosecutor for four years. I've been a defense attorney for a lot longer, 12, 13, 14, 15 years. I don't want to date myself, but, um, you know, date I think Date yourself, I, you still have toll free on your website. Exactly. And you have a boyfriend anyway, so. There you have. Well, date nice myself, meaning I'm old, so that would make me unappealing, I would think. I, wouldn't think I know, I'm just kidding. Um, dating herself. I get it. I was yeah, just yeah, making yeah. a sure. stupid joke. So, I liked well, it. I'm not I see. Appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know. I lost track. I'm confused. You look, we're talking about seeing the good in somebody who shot <laughs> the, the mother of five children. Um, I've never had a case like that, so I can't attest to my personal experience with something like that. I've had experiences where there were heinous crimes and a lot of people got shot and nobody died. They were fairly high profile. They got a lot of attention. Um, I happen to know the other side of that, and I happen to meet the person. So while well, everybody, they're paying you to represent them, you mean, or you're prosecuting? Well, somebody's paying me. I mean, it just depends on how I'm representing them. But right. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is like, I don't know if I can say this on a podcast. Can you curse on a podcast? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, oh yeah. So Fuck like, yeah. I'm a no bullshit person. It's like if I'm, I'm all about trying to get to the truth of the matter and dealing with people and getting to the truth of the matter. Um, Sometimes, like I said, I get the benefit of discovering things about the reality of situations that the media doesn't get the benefit of and other people don't get the benefit of. So, yes, can I see somebody who everybody else thinks is a heinous person as a normal, not normal, but like as a human being with good qualities? Yes, I can. The situation you're describing, I've never had that, so I'm not certain under those circumstances. But some of the people you represent must be guilty. Oh, yeah. Some of them are guilty, and a lot of times it's not really about guilt or innocence. It's about what's a fair punishment. 
You know, what, what makes all parties better at the end of the day? What do we do to get to the root of the issue? Well, yeah, that's a good question. What is a fair punishment for someone who kills somebody else and has to go to, to jail? It depends it? on the facts and circumstances. Okay, Every that's case true. is different. But this whole, now we're in a whole thing here where we have the highest prison population in any state in it's the ridiculous. Union. And New Orleans has, or Louisiana has the highest prison population of any mm. part of the country. Yes. And, and the United States has the highest prison population in the world. Mm -hmm. and, and none of these people are hardly anyone is getting rehabilitated. They're coming out and be, going to prison doesn't work. Everyone's sort of, sort of agreeing now that going to prison doesn't work. Well, a lot of those people are going to prison for drugs. And let's talk about this. Oh, that's ridiculous. Now that Louisiana has passed medical marijuana, I don't think it's too far behind. In, and you think Louisiana is very conservative. But what you don't realize about marijuana is that... You know, if you think about federalism and the concept of federalism, which Louisiana loves, okay, it's the separation of state and federal powers, is that the federal government makes all their money. Our whole federal economy is funded off of drug money, okay? So if, if the legislatures, which I think they're starting to understand, and Louisiana understood that, I think they would be a lot more willing to legalize it. Not only that, like your small-time drug dealers here who push heroin, coke, crack, whatever, like those people's, their whole, their only reason they're able to do that is because it's all funded through marijuana, selling marijuana sales. You know, if Louisiana did what Colorado did, but did it the, or like DC did and did it the right way, not where they make it so high like California initially did that, that your everyday person couldn't afford it, but you don't create a black market for it. But you do that, violent crime goes down. Mm. Like that's the thing that that's the, you know it makes sense in a lot of ways and people don't understand that. But why do lawyers know this, but politicians don't? I know this because of my unfortunate or fortunate, I don't know, experience, you know, exposure to things that probably your normal person should not be exposed to. Um, like you hear things and you think, oh, well, this is a conspiracy theory, whatever. And then you learn it's actually the reality. And, you know, it, it is what it is, like mm. just from handling cases. And I just know. I, I mean, think politicians do know those things, don't they? They just can't afford for anybody to know that they know. Some of mm. them know those things. I think some of them don't know those things. I think some of them. Well, they should be in jail because they're extremely <laughs> stupid. And well, they shouldn't be in charge of anything. But I think, you know, in order to know those things, you have to, somebody has to tell you those things. You have to be privy to that information. Like mm. you can read it and hear it, but to actually know it's fact, you have to be privy to that. Well, you mentioned also the, the fact that money is fueling it and you have to factor that into politics but but if money is fueling the the you know the drugs and marijuana is there a way to use that same money to fuel legislation but then you're talking about states right not federal so i think if i really i mean i'm not gonna go because i'm gonna sound like a crazy lunatic but i really think that if i think it probably was posed to the louisiana legislature the proper way and i mm. think that's the only reason why I mean, we've had medical marijuana on the books for a long time. We just have never had a mechanism by which they could actually sell and distribute the marijuana, okay? I think it's a gateway to like something larger, being the city that it is. And I think it has to do with money, but it doesn't only have to do with money. I think in order to sell it to like a legislature in Louisiana, you'd have to sell it a different way, and I'm pretty sure somebody did that. I believe somebody did that, because I don't think the medical marijuana would have passed if they didn't. Hmm. I'm missing the paragraph here where it's... What's the missing element here that, that they Well, convinced? the missing element is federalism, like the idea of separation of state powers versus federal powers, the idea of taking that money away from the federal government and keep that money for ourselves, the idea of violent crime going down because your everyday drug dealer that's pushing heroin and crack and all that stuff can't afford to push it if they don't have the marijuana sales. Okay, that's what they make their money off and allows right. them to make those big purchases. So we take the marijuana drugs. sales away, we, take, we legalize marijuana, and that's... 
first of all, that's the end of the major crime problem, which is what well, everyone no, in New Orleans. It's the end of it, but it's a start. I mean, there's okay. a lot of contributors to the major crime problem, including education. But I think since Katrina, education has gotten a lot better. I, for one, am sending my child to a public school because I think that's part of the solution. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, I think there's there's decent public education now, and it's getting better every year. So I think there's more than one component to like what solves the crime problem. You got to create real opportunity for people that don't have opportunity, and you have to put kids that have opportunity in the same schools as kids that don't have opportunity, nice. because those kids will raise them up. Hmm. You know, it takes it's like the whole <laughs> the whole concept. It takes a village, but it does. Right. It does. Okay, Sophia. So just to sum up for you, because we have to get out of here, stay in school and legalize pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the takeaway from today's show. Okay. 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 Well, is that true, guys? We and enroll in a shittier school. I agree in standard. <laughs> to try and, yeah. to try and <laughs> raise the standard of the school. other poor little That's class. right. So yeah. what you do after that? You have to do that. Yeah. Okay. Andrew DeWeese and Sophia Preston from So Long Storyland, thank you so much. Thank you. For joining thank us on Happy Hour today. Thank and you. the record is called So Long Storyland. Yeah. It's an actual album, and it's coming out any day now. Yeah, like uh, a few days. Just give me a few days, okay? Give me a few days to get <laughs> it out, okay? Right, and we can find it at solongstoryland.com. And iTunes, and Spotify. And wherever else good yeah. music is streamed or Reverb stolen. Nation, yeah, okay, all that. All right. How many days? Thanks. Well, uh, what's today? Several. The 23rd. So let's just say by the end of the uh, end of the month, we'll okay. yeah. I don't know how long does it take for iTunes to put it up on their on you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anybody know? Yeah, a couple days. You would know. It takes a. It'll take. <coughs> It'll take uh, like seven to ten days. I would okay. say. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. If, you, okay. if you, yeah, so if you're talking to the right person. Yeah. Let's say four to five more days then. Four to five more days. I didn't talk to the right person. I submitted <laughs> okay. it three months ago. So. What okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay, that's a joke. <laughs> Okay, so the name of the band is So Long Storyland. The name of the record is So Long Storyland, yeah. so it shouldn't be that. And all the fine. names of the songs are So Long so Storyland. Story and say hi to your dad in jail. All <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I think we summed it all Julie up. Julie Tizzard, thank you so much as well for coming back. Nobody spilled a drink over you this Thanks, time. Julie. Fantastic. You, did, you finish your whole drink without spilling it. And if you want to find Julie, you can call her at 877-RIBS-790. <laughs> Correct? Thank you very much to Andrew Duhon for coming up with that. Paul Little and Joel Little visiting us. Joel visiting New Orleans for the very first time. Yeah. Got into a cab at the airport and got out of the cab here at Wayfair. Thank you very yeah. much. Hey thanks for coming down Thank you. and joining us. And Andrew Duhon, thanks for coming back here two weeks in a row. That's it. That's happy hour for another week. Thank you so much. But what did I forget? No, I said Paul. That's, no. Fine. That's, fine. That's fine. I did That's say fine. Paul. That's fine. No, don't me. T- I did say don't Paul. I think you said me twice. Did I, did I mention you, Paul? Who? Exactly. <laughs> Paul Little, author and publisher from New Zealand. You can look it up at paullittlebooks.co.nz. Research. Research. Just Google Paul Little. Thank you so much. That's our show. The producer of it is Graham DuPonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. And our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. You can also check out plenty other of Happy Hours, as well as Out to Lunch with Peter Rashidi live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with the fabulous Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans. Ray Canada, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu, and you can find the Revolution Era U way to buy a house in New Orleans, unlisted NOLA. 
You can keep up with us on Facebook and on Twitter and a bunch of other times sucking social media as well. On all of it we call It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos are taken today by Alison Moon. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app that you prefer, thanks for subscribing to us. Do one thing, stop and take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferenc Street where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass and have an awesome happy hour. Three hours a day and an awesome brunch two days a week, both of them on the weekend. Happy Hour is a production of I Know Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everyone around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office of I Know Broadcasting, thanks so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. <laughs>